Welcome to VoiceOver Experts, brought to you by Voices.com, the number one voiceover marketplace. VoiceOver Experts brings you tips, pearls of wisdom, and techniques from top instructors, authors, and performers in the field of voiceover. Join us each week to discover tricks of the trade that will help you to develop your craft and prosper as a career voiceover talent. It's never been easier to learn, perform and succeed from the privacy of your own home and at your own pace. This is truly an education you won't find anywhere else. This week, Voices.com is pleased to present Bernard Shaw. Any voiceover agents listening to this should switch off now because you're not going to agree with a word that I say. But the reason is you see things from a different perspective from the people that I'm actually talking to. It's a known fact that if you want to get an actor to talk for 15 minutes, you ask him to tell you about his agent. He will then wax lyrical about how terrible his agent is who never does anything for him, never gets him a job, never phones him up, da 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 and the question is, why do you need an agent at all? But we're talking about voice. Why do you need a voiceover agent? Again, let's come back to focus. You have to focus on the job of a voiceover agent. Now, I can take a class of 20 people at the Actors Centre, ask them this question, what is the job of a voiceover agent? And I can sit back for 20 minutes whilst they come up with a succession of wrong answers. Very few people, in fact, I think only one person ever has ever come up with the right answer. The job of a voiceover agent is to make money. That's it. They're not there to help you. They're not there to get you work. They are there, pure and simply, to make money, to pay their own mortgage, to educate their own children, and to try and have a nice lifestyle. Now, if you are looking for a voiceover agent and think that you need one, you are going to have to demonstrate to them that they can make money out of you. And the only way that they can make money out of you is, obviously, by offering you to clients for vast sums of money from which they then take 15 or 17.5% depending on your agreement with them. What you should do if you really do think you need a voiceover agent is to get onto the internet and research all the voice agent sites and listen to all their clients. If you're male, listen to all their male clients. If you're female, listen to all their female clients. If you come across somebody who is offering exactly the same thing as you, then my suggestion is that you move on and don't waste the voice agent's time. When you come across somebody who doesn't, an agent who doesn't have on their books somebody offering what you are offering, these are the people you should be contacting on the principle established earlier that your best way of employment is to offer yourself as a solution to somebody else's problem. So you would then be able to phone a voice agent and say, look, I've researched your site. I see that you've got 64 excellent clients. However, you don't have somebody who's an expert in the Northumbrian dialect and can do a fantastic talking parrot routine. They may then possibly take you seriously and be more inclined to listen to any CD that you send to them because you are showing them that they could make money out of you. But the fact that you may be represented by a voiceover agent doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get work. The reality of life is, given that a voiceover agent is in business to make money, 
if a large advertising agency phones a large voiceover agency in search of a voice for a, a French perfume, then the voiceover agency is obviously going to suggest that somebody who is famous on the telly and charging £40,000 per hour's recording uh, should be the person to be considered. They won't actually work their way down the scale and offer you who would think that £500 would be a very good reward for an hour's work because they are obviously intent on selling the expensive people. So just because you sound like somebody famous doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get any of their work because the agencies have a vested interest in selling the expensive people. The other thing about getting a voiceover agent is one has to answer the question, why do you need one? You know where the work is, most of it. You know how to find out the telephone numbers of the people offering the work. Why can't you just phone them yourself without going through an agent? You can get something called voiceover contacts, which is a contacts book which can be um, found on the internet at voiceovercontacts, all one word, .co.uk. This contains hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of contacts within the voiceover industry, many of whom will be pleased to hear from you. And I often say to students, conduct an experiment, phone an advertising agency, phone a voiceover agent and see which one tells you to get lost. Interestingly, the advertising agency will be polite and kind to you and thank you very much for your call and having spoken to you for a few minutes will suggest that you do send in your CD if they think you could be of interest to them. Whereas the standard rebuff from the voiceover agent is, you know, I'm sorry, our books are full, we've got six people who sound just like you or we don't deal with beginners. Uh, and they know you're a beginner because you're phoning them, saying, would you take me on? rather than saying, you haven't got one of me, how about representing me? So a lot of voice people actually don't bother at all with an agency. They represent themselves, and in some cases they even go so far as to have their own uh, mini recording facility within their home so that they don't need necessarily to come into London or any other studio. There is a system called ISDN, which is much beloved of voiceover artists who live in the country, who are able to send their work to London or Los Angeles studios down telephone lines. And in the case of radio commercials, which are appallingly badly paid, most people do not travel to a radio station to do a commercial, but it is done over the ISTN lines. One of the myths about voiceover is that you can't get in, that it's an area of work which is controlled by 15 people who do very nicely, thank you, and you won't get a look in. This is not the case, to my certain knowledge. There is more voiceover work available now than there ever has been. It is expanding all the time. And the voice is the one area which the technicians have not yet been able to produce a synthetic alternative. Um, we have what an interestingly called synthespians in the computer-generated figures that you can see in films and computer games but computer generated voices are never used unless that is exactly what is required 
the problem is that the human ear can detect a fake very, very quickly. So I think there will be work for voiceover artists for many, many years to come. And the areas of work are expanding rapidly. So new voiceover artists must be needed because the magic 50 people who live in Soho Square cannot possibly service all the needs. And in any case, they get older as time goes by and younger voices are needed. For example, in the computer games industry, which is one of the biggest growth areas of voice work, they, the employers, tend not to use established voiceover artists, most interestingly. And anybody approaching a computer games company, well, certainly the biggest one, which is Outsource Media in Harrogate, anybody approaching them saying, I am a voiceover artist, I wish to work in computer games, may well find themselves not being considered. Um, the phrase that this particular company is looking for, and this is a piece of inside information, is voice actor. They perceive voiceover artists as being people who sell carpet, furniture, chocolate and the like, whereas in fact they are looking for people who can act with the voice for computer games. Um, the computer games area is worth talking about for a few minutes. It's, as I've said, a huge, a huge growth area. Outsource media reckon to employ something like a thousand artists a year, having auditioned 3,000 to find their 1,000, many of whom will never have done voiceover work before. So it's an area where people trying to get into the business are more likely to find employment uh, more quickly. And interestingly, the rate of pay is far and above the rate of pay for radio commercials. I mentioned them earlier. The rate of pay for doing a radio commercial can be as low as £15 if you're doing it directly for the radio station. Um, the rate of pay for a computer game can certainly be £350 a day at the bottom of the scale. On average, is probably £1,000 a day, and in many cases, people get upwards of £40,000 for providing a, a character voice for a computer game. Where have you all gone? If you get voiceover contacts and look at the radio station listings, for example, um, although the pay is bad, you might decide that because you happen to live on the outskirts of Derby and Derby is possessed of four radio stations who are prepared to use voiceover artists that you want to pursue that kind of work for a little while to maybe get some experience or whatever you will find that phoning people with the right approach, you will meet with a very good reception and you may well get work out of it long before you've thought about getting agency representation. And the trick, of course, is to build yourself a portfolio of clients. Then, if you're looking for an agency to represent you, approach an agency saying, I am doing this, that and the other with my career. If I allowed you to represent me, what could you do that would improve things for me? In other words, redefine the relationship that you don't work for a voice agent, a voice agent or any other agent, in fact, works for you. What would you put on a CD that you were going to send to prospective employers? Obviously, you have to put stuff that's of interest to the employer. As I've said, don't put your Shakespeare next to your flake commercial. It won't do either areas of work any good. The trick is to send as little as possible. The trick is to send as little as possible, but something that you have got them to ask you for. 
So, all approaches for voice work must begin with a phone call on the very simple principle that if you can't use your voice to sell your voice, how the hell can you sell their script, their product, their concept or their idea? So unsolicited CDs sent out in brown jiffy bags with horrible handwritten letters do not get taken seriously. You need to phone your potential employer. You need to have a script ready typed out by the telephone, which would be something along the lines of, Good morning, my name's Bernard Shaw. I'm a voiceover artist. I'm about to send you a CD, but I have a lot of material. You're a very busy person. You've had 10 seconds to listen to my voice. What could I send you that would help you? So you put the ball very firmly back into the other court. So they will then, having listened to you for 10 seconds, make one of three replies. They'll say, well, silence, that would be nice. Uh, or two, they will ask you to send them something that perhaps shows you as a young dad or shows you as being a sexy chocolate seller or something that shows you being um, reassuring, for example, selling insurance, that kind of thing. Or they will say, please, can you send us a one-minute overview of the things that you have to offer, which is where the famous one-minute collage comes in, or as voice agents call it, the house minute, which is a tightly edited one-minute slot showing the range that you might or might not have to offer. So having got them to tell you what they would like to hear, you then send them a letter saying, uh, Dear Mr Smith, further to our conversation, I have pleasure in enclosing, as requested, my CD. So in the event that that lands on the desk of a secretary, he will know that it's been requested by the boss and he'll pass it on to her. Keep CDs as short as possible. Decisions are made in five seconds. It's exactly the same as if you're sitting down watching the television with the remote controller in your hand. You go zap, don't want to see that, zap, don't want to see that, zap, don't want to see that. Yes, that looks good. Uh, voice decisions are made equally as quickly. And it is the first five seconds of the CD that will get you considered for a particular job. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about the special guest featured in this Voices.com podcast, visit the VoiceOver Experts show notes at podcasts.voices.com slash voiceoverexperts. Remember to stay subscribed. If you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe for free to this podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast directory or by visiting podcasts.voices.com. To start your voiceover career online, go to voices.com and register for a voice talent membership today. This has been a voices.com production.